This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about giving to charities, getting into the friend group, and what to order at Chipotle. Check it out. Enjoy. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Stamp York Labs, where every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions, I say it every episode. I'm going to say it again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you. And uh, it, listen, I'm just getting back from the live podcast in Boston and my nuts are chafing from all the feathers. I got to say, oh, my God, the amount of people that showed up, it was uh, truly flattering. And we had a good old time. If you got you got to go listen to that episode. It's a longer one. Uh, it had energy. It had fun. The audience was great. We had weird moments. We had good moments. We had funny moments. We had mad moments. We had girls calling other girls trash for emailing in. It was perfect. I, I, I loved every set. And the guests were great. I want to thank uh, Will Noonan and Trisha Ald and uh, Lamont Price, who are all fantastic and funny. And you should all go support them, uh, especially if you're in the Boston area, because your local comedy scene is great. So you guys should and go support that club, Laugh Boston, for having us. I mean, they were nothing but nice. And Laugh Boston's kind of been a part of my comedy life for a long time. They were the first, you know, they got me on stage a lot and they've been nice to me. And then it's kind of, it's become a mutually beneficial relationship now that I can kind of bring a crowd in with the podcast, which is nice. We had our biggest audience we've ever had for a podcast. So, I mean, that was just crazy. Um, and I, I, and I, I start every episode by saying, you know, thank you. And then I turn the thank you around and I say, tell a friend. It was interesting. It's funny to meet the fans. You know, you're meeting the people that are there. And I had one girl who liked the show. Was She was like, I got this friend into it. And everyone wants to tell you who they got into the podcast, which I appreciate. I like it because I want to see, you know, how the family tree was built. Um, and then one girl, she was like, and you keep... You're so, you you know, I, she was like, she was kind of making fun of me, which I appreciate. She was like, oh, enough already. Tell your friend enough already. I, this guy sounds so desperate. I'm not. I'm yes, I'm desperate. I'm de- I'm desperate to do this job and to do this job. You need people to get involved with what you put out. And if people like your stuff, that's one battle to win. And if you're listening now, that means you like it. So I'm winning that battle. Okay, but the war is a big, long war, and it's going to last my entire lifetime. So I ask you to tell a friend, because that's the next battle. Do you like it enough to be vulnerable and to say to someone, hey, 
I listen to this 32-year-old nobody give uh, advice, and it's funny and fun. And sometimes I get something out of it because he has different perspectives and guests on the show that can offer me different perspectives that I, maybe I never would have thought of before. And you should listen to. That is another battle to be won. And I appreciate it. And I'm going to keep pushing you to do it because that's how I live on. That's how I keep the engines on the J train running. You're putting the coal in, baby. So listen, thank you for telling a friend. Keep doing that. You got to make it your Instagram. The best way to do it, the most in, the most uninvasive way is to take a snapshot of your screen right now, post it as your Instagram story, your Snapchat story, and tag me. I will thank you to death. Um, but that live show, I just want to go back to it. Boston, thank you. Uh, Shelby, you weren't there, but you listened. What did you think? Good, good stuff, right? The crowd's so into it. So into it. It's crazy. The ask play email was the most interesting to me. She really went out there with it. She came. This girl wrote in. She wants. She's looking for more of the dark arts. But then you could see people in the crowd were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Except for my dad's friend. My one. The, I knew three people at the show. Like from like my history. My cousin came with some of his friends and his girlfriend. And then my dad's like good buddy was there, sitting right smack dab in the middle of the show, just laughing and clapping, but, uh, you know, clapping and laughing to all the ass play stuff. And then, we're, you know, and but you could sense people are, you know, as, you know, I'm one of the, I'm on the forefront of uh, ass play here. I'm, I'm, I'm for it. Keep it going. So you could tell people, what do we do? How should we feel? And then one girl came out and she was like, this girl is fucking trash. And I was like, whoa! And it's just interesting to see and then other people defending the emailer and then us getting into it and then having fun with it. It was just like a good microcosm of this whole show um, in just one email. You can never really tell how somebody's attitude will be towards sex. Well, that's the thing. Well, this is why this podcast, I think people enjoy it, is because we're saying things that we wouldn't say maybe in a, in a dark closet by ourselves. Yeah. And we're trying to put them out there for you to giggle. And, and that's kind of the, the fear I have. And uh, I'll bring on my guest so he can interject. Um, I'm very excited. He's been here before. It's great to have him back. Uh, an OKP, original key player. Uh, Mike Racine, thank you for coming back. Thanks for having me. I mean, you understand, you and all of you guys should go follow Mike. He's so funny. Um, at Mike Racine on Twitter and then Racine.Mike on Instagram. And uh, you know, there's a. have you done a live podcast before? Have you been a part of other people's? Um, I don't think so. See, with stand-up, you go like people are like, oh, you must be so nervous to do stand up. And it's like, no, we don't. I don't get nervous. We do it all the time. Yeah. We do it all the time. And also, you know what the instrument feels like. So you know it's set up, punch, laugh. Yeah. Set up, punch, laugh. And you can feel the audience respond to it in kind. Yeah. So with, you know, whatever their laugh is, is the laugh. And then you try to get it, you know, some audiences you'll kill harder than others, but every audience gives its own bar and then you play to that bar and then you make fun of that bar and you say, oh, that one didn't do as well as the other one. You know what I mean? You're playing ping pong with whoever you're playing with. And with a, with a live podcast, it, you just got to jump. You just have to jump. Yeah. It's just constantly jumping into things that you've never said before. You can't edit out any rape jokes either. People, people heard. I mean, them. we had an hour of, of rape stuff. You got to put it on. Yeah. 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 I, I, but I'm saying, like, with the podcast, like, you get into an email. Like, well, we had the email about what would be the male equivalent. So men say, getting my dick wet. Yeah. You know that term, that mm -hmm. phrase? Getting my dick wet? Mm -hmm. It's like locker room talk. 
And so, um, like, we guys say, that, oh, I was just getting my dick wet. So, you know, like, I've been having sex. Yeah. Uh, so a girl wrote in that she wanted, and it's a, Imagine if a guy said, I've been having sex. I've been having lots of sex. <laughs> yeah. I could hear that. <laughs> we were talking about there's a guy that we know who's, like, you know, probably still in the closet. And the way he talks about women is so funny because <laughs> he was like, me and this girl, we slept together. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the guys that you're, like, you, that you're not sure. The guys that are the so most funny. uncomfortable about their sexuality yeah. talk about sexuality a as lot. if it's, like, a third person. Uh-huh. You know, like, yeah. they, they talk about it a lot. Yeah, and yeah. then they'll talk about it weirdly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> words you'd never use. I used to work with this guy, and I was, like, convinced he was gay. And he would... He would and and he was he would always say, one time my buddy was uh, was explaining that he was with uh, he's a non Jew with a Jewish girl, and then the guy who I thought was gay was like he's Jewish by ins- by insertion, and we're like that's not how sex works, yeah. <laughs> you know like um what the fuck <laughs> you know that joke wasn't how how it goes yeah that same guy someone was talking to him and a girl walked by and the guy goes. He goes, ooh, I bet she has a nice pussy. <laughs> it's like nobody. You just gross me out. It's like, it's fine if you want to stay in the closet, but why do you have to drag me into this yeah, don't, lie? <laughs> yeah, don't make me a part of it. Yeah. Well, this girl wrote in, what is the, like, she thought it'd be fun to hear us talk about. What's the equivalent of getting your dick wet for a girl? Like they, we're women. We want to yeah. be empowered. Getting engaged, we, I guess. Getting engaged. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> I said drench the towel. Mm. Uh, but then I never thought of the clit, which should be a part of this conversation. Mm, yeah. Shelby, did you have any? I thought it was you're getting your acorn wet. Getting your acorn wet. Yeah. I like that one. That might be the best one. Like, hey, me and the gals are getting going out, going to the J Train live show, hoping to get our fucking acorns hoping to get her yeah we want to get here's the thing getting your dick wet is like an accomplishment you know it's Mm. hard to do sure but to be a girl and get fucked it's you know not as hard so i don't think that's (laughs) you think like you think the engagement is more the hard thing yeah to get someone to like be in a relationship with you that's the more difficult difficult yeah we, we can get a relationship yeah easily Easily. Yeah. <laughs> Think about all the fucking skanks over the years that wanted to. Um, yeah. And then also, like, I was thinking about this. Like, I don't think guys have a, like, I don't think guys have a thing where you, you, you fuck someone and you regret it. Well, I don't yeah, think I've the, ever regretted someone. I lost my virginity to a, a girl um, with a glass eye. Really? And it, yeah. And it was still kind of hard to, to do. Why was it hard to do? You know, you got to talk to her. You got to yeah. make her laugh. You can't just be like. <laughs> and those girls with glass eyes, I mean, my God, what personality could they have? Right. Yeah. I, 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 I do. I don't look back with regret. I also like I think we can shake off a sexual experience much easier than a, than a woman can. Like I could yeah. take a shower and be like. Hey, I'm a virgin again. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. they're like that's my next move. Like yeah. it, like I, and also that's like the mechanics of it. Yeah. Like you know, you're inside of someone else. It's outside mm-hmm. of us. It's different. I think that that plays into it. The phys- the physicality of it. Yeah, it's like the great uh, comedy god uh, Louis C.K. once said. Uh, <laughs> he said when when guys fuck, they get to fuck women. Yeah, and when women fuck, they have to fuck men. Yeah, you know so. the great comedy god Louis C.K. I saw him the other night. Yeah. Yeah, just from afar. I was yeah. like, wow, he, he lives, mm-hmm. you know? Um, you, so, know wonder, like, you wonder what these guys are doing, like, right now. Like, what's, what's Kevin Spacey up to right now? Um, probably he, being a weirdo somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I the Kevin Spacey thing didn't shock me. He hit on one of, like, a friend of a friend of mine. I've had, my friends and I have been tossing around a Spacey story for years. Mm. He once uh, came back to my friend's place in Nantucket and, like, 
partied with them yeah and was waking up everybody out of their beds and like telling them to go party and was like raging so hard that at some point someone was like yo spaceman relax i got a space story you do no it happened to like another person in new york he had a place and like at a party he was telling people like if you want weed there's a pound of weed in, in the my freezer. ass <laughs> you can dig through <laughs> dig through a 10 feet of my shit yeah. you can get in my freezer and there's like a big walk-in freezer in like the back in this big place like a pound of weed and he's like yeah just go back break off some which is weird place to keep it i yeah. guess for the smell <laughs> i love that everyone has a spacey story everyone's walking around with them and then like it comes out we're like surprise and everyone's like yeah, well come on you know, you know it was one. so funny when he was like yes i am gay <laughs> yeah and everyone's like oh oh the secret's out yeah, yeah you know um so listen so again the boston crowd thank you if you have any suggestions for getting your dick wet send that in the jtrain podcast at gmail.com the female mm. version um couple announcements on the subject of live podcasts the new york city live podcast from the comedy cellar um so usually like a week before any show that I'm putting together or where I have to worry about tickets, I'll get like a email or a text being like, hey, can you put this out there? You have like one ticket sold and it's your mom. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's always a little tough. But then you have to go on social media and really, you know, pump it out. Yeah. Um, the the live J train podcast I, I was just found out this past week is already over 170 reservations. Okay. Where is it? Where is At it? the Comedy Cellars Village Underground. Beautiful. So we've done it there before. We've been around that 150 number for like, but to get there, like we had like, you know, we'd have like 150 reservations like the day of. Mm -hmm. This is three weeks before and we're already at over 170 reservations. It just makes me so happy to see members of the team doing well, you know? Right. <laughs> what team you know yeah, the white men the white men team. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's funny that this comedy like you know in comedy right now there's this whole thing of like the you know we're trying to come together as one but like you see all these white dudes just like giving like the the white power fists to each yeah. other just being like you're doing it man yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. well now that that racist moment is over the, the uh come so if you are out there in new york city and you plan on coming but you're one of these people like well, you know, I'm cool, Mr. Johnny Cool Cat. I'm going to make my resis, you know, day of. They might not be available is what I'm saying. So you got to go to ComedyCellar.com, make your reservations now. And if you have a Bumble Tinder profile. If you're on the corner flipping a, qu a quarter up and down, being like, I'll make my resis later, yeah. you might miss them. Yeah, you're going to miss them. You're going to miss because this is going to sell out, which is crazy because that's a room that holds about 220. So, and they've never had a podcast get that big. Great. So go to ComedyCellar.com, make your reservations. February 26th is a Monday night. Um, and we're going to really, these shows, if you go back and listen to the live one, what Shelby said is correct. Energy. Energy. These things get crazy. It's fun. People who don't listen before, they're brought into the fold. Don't worry about the people that never listen. I'll take care. Let Papa JT bring them into the fold. I explain the show. I explain what's happening. They all have fun and they become subscribers. Uh, the voicemail, 347-669-8252, 347-669-8252. I'm going to be in Aruba when you're listening to this. If you're listening to this right now, I'm in Aruba. Come out to a show. Uh, Side Splitters, Tampa, March 10th. And then I'm coming to Chicago. Zanies, uh, April 22nd. That's a Sunday night. And then the 23rd, I'm doing a live podcast. So the 22nd is going to be stand-up, 23rd is going to be a live podcast, then I'm at Zany St. Charles, the 26th to the 28th. 
So those are my dates. Mike Racine, you have a podcast, and it's yes, brand sir. new, yeah. and it's called The Sit Down, and it comes out every Wednesday. Explain the premise of the show, because what I always say to people, I say, listen, you come to Papa JT, and then I serve you out to people. I give you a little taste of people so that you can go find their stuff. And if they want to find your stuff, go on Laughable, subscribe to you, and they can see any appearance you've made here, but also your show called The Sit Down. It comes out every Wednesday. Explain it for the listeners here. Yeah, it's about uh, organized crime. So every week we... Uh, <laughs> organized crime. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the choice you've made. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, I mean, it's like loosely based around that. But every week we profile a different, you know, mobster or someone in that world and just talk about them. And you know what's funny about these podcasts have turned into like, you know, you, you can really... We, we don't even need history class anymore. Yeah. You can just subscribe to the history podcast that you want and you'll have some dude explain to you organized crime. Well, I always liked history, but I think like... In school, like history teachers kind of did a shitty job of explaining stuff to you. Like like the Civil War, you know, you learn about the battles and the dates and stuff like mm. that, but you don't they don't they're not like oh yeah, we fought this war because they were sli- I don't know. They don't, they don't get don't, into the nitty the uncomfortable parts. They don't get into like if I was a history teacher, I'd be like, Why are we learning this? Why do we care about this? Why do we care about prohibition? Why do we care about yeah. crime and why do we care about, you know, not just memorizing facts laws. on a page. Yeah. And yeah. so what what's like I took B exa- level history when I was in tenth grade because it didn't work with my schedule. Yeah. So I took B level history with a bunch of like just a bunch of, you know. <laughs> not my the- school was near Trenton. So okay. we got a nice mix. Okay. That's what I'm saying. But uh, one time the teacher had these two people go up to the blackboard, this girl Rosie Rosie Reyes and somebody else. Okay. And the teacher turns her back and Rosie writes tasty on the blackboard. Okay. And the teacher turns her back like, what are you doing? And she erases tasty. The teacher turns around again and Rosie just points at her vagina. <laughs> That's a ridiculous story. <laughs> so you're just sitting there in the back just like, what the hell is going on? You know, yeah. it's gotten crazy here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you learned some history that day about her vagina. Yeah. I, I mean, so, but what's like a episode that you think is like the best one for people to go listen to? Like, uh, you know, what crime figure do you most see eye to eye with? We just did one with Dan Soder about mm-hmm. this uh, Denver mob family, the small okay. Jones. So that was cool. And then um, we did one with Sean Donnelly on this guy, Greg Scarpa, who was like a a captain in the Colombo family, but he was an informant as well. What about the Jewish mob? What about the, you know, how do you guys get into that? We'll get into that. Yeah, a lot of these guys worked with like the Italian mob and they like a lot of them were just a lot more. They were like better at crime because they were they knew how to blend in a little better and the Jews. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I've been doing it for. This years. Guy shows up with a four thousand dollar mink and a you know like that scene. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, they don't do that stuff. No, they yeah. they they were good. They were like, okay, I'm an accountant that does dirty shit. Because Italians are like, I got this money, people got to know about it. Yeah, you know, and we'll like uh, buy gold and and Jews dirt. are like. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of those noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do the podcast. What do you guys spend your money on that you enjoy, though? Like me? Is it, yeah. Or do you, you guys a college education enjoy... for my kids? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's you just I... enjoy having it and making yeah. it. And, yeah. yeah, just knowing, you know, having the 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 silent knowledge, right? That I am better than you, right? That's, right, that, right, that, right, that's right. the Jewish credo, right? Right. So, and we're like, look at me. Yeah, yeah. You wore it on your hand, and we, you know, our kids go to college. That's yeah. a, you know, J Train podcast. Let's I bought a red emails. leather jacket recently that I've worn like twice. Red leather, yeah, like a Eddie Murphy special, like a, like a darker, like a burgundy. Uh, yeah, yeah. How do you I've feel worn in like it? Four times, pretty good. Yeah, can't you can't wear it everywhere because. Oh, rain and stuff like that. Let's do some emails. So go go find Mike's podcast, The Sit Down. Um, It's a great idea. I think, uh, you know, people want to know. And, you know, you want the cool history teacher. 
Yeah. You want that teacher that's like, let me tell you about mob shit today. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. You know, these are the, this is great. Yeah. This is American Gangster. I got an email uh, that's called Thawne. I'm a Penn State graduate. Sup, J Train. And Thawne is like the biggest philanthropy in the world. Loyal lady listener here re- reaching out to my fellow J Train family to help my Thawne organization trilogy reach our goal for Thawne 2018. For those of you who don't know, Thawne is the largest student-run philanthropy in the world. Raises money towards the fight against pediatric cancer. I know it well. I've been out in the streets canning. Um, I was. Uh, I would go with my fraternity. We'd What's go, canning? You said that. You earlier. take a can, a coffee can. Oh, okay. And you go to cars and you say, "Hey, I'm raising money for kids with cancer." And we'd have these at Penn State. You'd have these canning weekends. Do people believe you? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you, because kid, it's yeah. such a big event. Thon is so big. Okay. Um, and and what you do is they to get you to go canning, your fraternity would match up with a sorority, and mm. then like some fraternity, somebody in the fraternity or someone in the sorority's parents. Yeah, let me ask would, you this: they let you skim a little off the top? No, <laughs> no skimming. Someone got caught for that shit. Oh yeah. And they got in huge trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, but you go to these families' houses for the weekend, so like you'd end up at these like. Middle of Pennsylvania houses mm-hmm. where like it feels like Mayberry mm-hmm. and they'd have you over and they'd get you all fucked up and feed you all this food and the parents would be excited that you're there. And in the morning you wake up at like 6 a.m. and you go out with those coffee cans all hung over yeah. and try and get money to, for kids with cancer. Yeah, yeah. And so I did this. The grand total of our yearly year long efforts are announced at the end of the 46 hour long dance marathon the weekend of February 16th to the 18th. Oh, so this is coming up next week. With only a couple days left, Thon 2018, my organizer would love you could either spread the word or donate yourself online. Thon dot da, do what is the fuck is this? E? So you go to Thon dot d o n o r drive dot org. Let me ask you this: Kids with cancer, that's kind of like the go-to charity, right? When someone thinks about wh- who they want to give to. I mean, that I would assume that's Usually the one that, Jude's, that's, right? that's an e- that's an easy. It's an easy give. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're helping. Any amount would help us. So go and you credit their organization. So go to thon.donordrive.org and credit Trilogy because they're fans of the podcast. Any amount will help us. Told my whole group uh, to get on board with the J Train. So get ready to be queuing the ladies' listener music. Love it. She sent a picture. They're all cute and fun, and that's great. The the, the problem with Thon. <laughs> And, and, and that's a sentence that never mm-hmm. ends well, mm-hmm. is that when I went to Penn State, I, to me, any amount of support for a philanthropy is a nice thing. And I don't judge the amount other people do. Some Thon people, when they get involved with it, it's as if, you know, they would make you look like you were the worst person alive just for just going canning. And I'd be like, this is, I've done what I've done. Yeah. You know, and and then they're subtly ignoring the fact that there's a resume item that they're building for their own good. So this ain't totally selfless. Mm -hmm. Let's get real here. I think I'm more selfless by getting drunk and going canning and doing something I can't put on my resume. So, but then these Thon people, they get on a little bit of a high horse. They're the, you know, and I always try to, and I always make fun of them for it and they get super fucking offended. Good. Well, who cares? They need to be mocked. (laughs) They need to be mocked. Yeah. Just, and, and that's the thing. They, they, then they hold up the shield of, Kids with cancer, which I'm I'm against. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to kill cancer. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. I just did Look, comics come home. Being, yeah, you know where we raise millions of dollars on comics come home for free. I mm-hmm. did that show for free. Mm-hmm. So you know to say like how could you? You can make fun of anything. Yeah. You can get on a high horse about anything. Yeah. You can think your shit don't stink, 
and give money to kids with cancer. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying to the Thon people is, you guys are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> You're good assholes. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. There's so many comics in this business too who like they they grandstand or they write these long you know posts or whatever about yeah. some kind of cause and it's like but. Everything, if you're in this business, everything you're doing is to, like, boost yourself. Yes. So don't pretend that it's not. Also, if you make a fart joke that people laugh at, and you're, you're, doing, doing, people, you're doing more good for the world. Yeah. Whether it's smart or stupid or whatever it is, mm -hmm. if I'm on stage lifting one ass cheek from the other and yeah. making a fart noise yeah. and people are laughing making at it. retard jokes. You're welcome. Right. Yeah. Right, right. And if you're on stage... We're probably bringing more joy to more people than, absolutely. you know, Absolutely. Other... I, I once did a show at Gotham and I'll never forget it because the guy on stage is a guy that I know and you know and he's very funny yeah. but he does, he did this long-winded bit and he's like, and racism is bad and... and wow, thank and, you. Yeah, and, this is what I paid And the kids with cancer need to be cured yeah. and, and and we need the pay gap. There needs to get rid of the pay gap. And women need to make more than men. And yeah. then the, he's in the middle of this long speech. And, and another comic comes up to me and goes, classic, no laugh, big applause bit. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, no one laughed. And everyone just was like. Because they have to. They have to. Yeah. And then I'm up there spreading an ass cheek, doing farts. Mm -hmm. Doing the Lord's work. The Lord's work. Yeah. So all I'm saying, Thon These late-night shows, too. I mean, that's, you know... I watched is, a late-night so set that made me want to puke. Yeah. Like, because the thing is, and it's and it, Thon's the perfect example Yeah, to me. Because, listen, I'm there for you. I'm for the cause. I just gave out mm -hmm. their, you know, Thon dot, do, Don, or they should get a better website. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> this is the thing. You give to kids with cancer, and you can have a shitty up. website, because now I sound like Scrooge McDuck. Right. Because I'm like... Your website, you, the, that doesn't work. It should, you yeah. should have yeah, yeah. thon.org. Yeah. It should just be that. It should be as easy. As you should make it so easy for me to give money that these kids are, you know, that I could literally give it to the kids at hand. Mm -hmm. But now you got thon. fucking Don or do or dot. It doesn't even make fucking sense. Yeah. I probably just lost every listener that I've ever had. But I, I, My, I, uh... I feel like I'm making sense to somebody. Of course. Because what happens is you hide under the shield of good cause, and then underneath, you're a dick. Yeah. And then you go, well, I'm a dick who gives the cancer. And it's like, yeah, I know. I can separate the two. I can say, good job on you, and go fuck yourself. Yeah. My brother did Special Olympics for a long time. He has My younger brother has uh, severe autism. So we would go. My mom would have us, like, support. And first of all, you're there all day. You never see <laughs> more people who, like, don't want to be somewhere. The mm. kids don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking siblings are pissed. It's really just for the parents. Yeah. Too, you know? And just to say but, you went to the autism thing later at the family function. Yeah. Now, you have you ever gotten shit? Because I've heard you do jokes about your brother. No, do, not really. You never get shit. Not really. I mean, people might tense up about it, but it's definitely people who, like, don't have that experience. So I don't really care. But you did it on a late night show, right? Yeah. What show was it? You did it on Conan? Conan, yeah. So you go on Conan, you do a joke about, it was about Special Olympics. Uh, yeah. So you do a joke about that. Did you ever, because now we live in the world of like, you know, you're going to get like comments. Yeah. Did you ever read comments where people were like, this is an evil thing? Or um, it's kind of, you know, kind of in the Thon thing, the, the shield of cancer, the shield of my brother deals with this. So it's my own experience kind of saves you in the good way. Yeah. And actually, like, there was some, so there was one comment on YouTube that I read that, like, some girl was like, some people are saying the Special Olympics stuff made them uncomfortable, but I have a brother with a disability, and this, you know, mm -hmm. this bit made me feel better. So, I, I think that's more of who the That's the, the and you feel better for that than worse for the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do some emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast 
at gmail.com. Mike Racine's got a great podcast. It's brand new. You got to check it out. Called The Sit Down every Wednesday. Racine.mike on Instagram. Go follow him, support him. So funny. You're going to love him. Boyfriend's friend. Okay. You're in a relationship. Yeah, sure am. Very happy. <laughs> Love her. Couldn't you're, ask for better. Never met a better woman in my whole life. You are the most honest uh, relationship reaction guy in the business. Thanks. Because <laughs> you do, because most guys, if I said you're in a relationship, they would go right away. Yep, love it. Great. But yeah. you just did the classic, I'm stuck here. No, I love, <laughs> respond. Of course. Know, but yeah. like, those are healthier relationships, I think, than the Absolutely. one that jumps out in front. Tickle, tickle, feather, feather. This is a chick email, so uh, all the unnecessary details I'm about to put into this are about to cut into the feathering time. But you deserve to be feathered with the nicest feather from a best emotional support peacock there is. Thank you. Let's play some music. Yeah. Hamster. I would have I fucking paid money to watch that book. Anyway. It's a scam, though. If what? That, if, she, if she sues, that's a good scam. Well, that's the problem. No, you know what? Spirit, I respect, I hate Spirit Airlines. I've taken it once and I was like, never again. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do we have this story for the news? Yeah. We could do this at the end. Let's talk okay, okay. Let's talk about it at the end sure. because I. This, it is worth talking about. It. Anywho, I'm having a real hard time breaking into my boyfriend's friend group. There's one chick in particular that I think is the keep. This is a, a girl the, that's right. There's a girl that wrote in. That's why we just played the music. And the, the boyfriend's friend group, there's one chick in particular that I think the keeper of the acceptance. I can tell she has a lot of pull with the group, so I'm going to have her to befriend her. He is big into his friends, and I know it's important for me to get along with them. He hasn't said anything, but yeah, I know this girl is not my biggest fan. Our boyfriends live together, so I see her a lot, but she still acts surprised to see me whenever I'm over. In the mornings when we're both leaving, she acts like I'm not even there. When I try to go uh, and wish her a good day, and it's not that she isn't a morning person. She's so thrilled and smiley to see my boyfriend. I have a few th- theories to explain her behavior. For one, there are a few. Uh, they are a few years older than me, so I don't know if she just sees me as someone younger who she can't get along with. Second being, I knew my boyfriend for a few years before we started dating, strictly friends, and I know he has a history of not keeping girls around for too long. So I think there's a, uh, that's where her s- surprise act comes along. Uh, because she's actually surprised I'm still around, but like, grow up, honey. Get with the times and get over it. It would also explain she treats me uh, like a shacker in the morning. Third, my boyfriend is the best, uh, and now I'm taking away some of her attention, and she does not like that. I have a lot of girlfriends. I love friendships and girls, so not like not sure why the, I can't hack this one. So all wise, J-Train, if you can make it through this email, can you tell me how to play this? Should I talk to him? Should I just try and suck up to her? Please help, Feather Feather. What do you think of this? Mm, this is tough. This is tough. This, uh, interesting, though. I, I, wonder I, how, I how love far, this email. Yeah, I wonder how far apart they are in age. She said like three years. Three years, okay. Um, yeah, this girl might just be like, ah, he doesn't keep girls around, so I don't have to put the effort in. That could be her, you know? That's That theory is stronger than people want to believe. Mm-hmm. I, as a guy who um, has had, you know, been with a lot of women. No, yeah. <laughs> as a guy who, but I, I've also had like the 10-month relationship a lot. Mm-hmm. So my friends have, to them, a 10-month relationship is seven days you know to them they're married and they're with kids so anytime i bring a girl around they're like okay i'm not they don't want to give the energy because they're not sure how serious this thing is yeah so that is a big deal i don't think that's 
her big deal. I think this girl's hot mm. and the other girl is not. Mm. And I think mm, okay. her being around is, and she's younger. Yeah. I think she's hotter. She could be threatened. I think it's threatening to her where she's been in a long-term relationship and maybe their relationship isn't great and she's kind of taking it out on her. Mm -hmm. The thing is, you can't drive other people's boats. Yeah. There's nothing she can do to change her feeling. No. And the more she tries, the more she pushes her away and makes her feel... Because... As I was thinking, maybe she should be more standoffish. Yes. She should ignore her. I think she needs to go on with her life. Yeah. This is not... Making people your friends is never going to work. Never going to work. It's yeah. just that you're you're going to try too hard, you're going to push too fast, Yeah. and then it's never going to come off the right way. Also, it's like your boyfriend will respect you more if you're just like, yeah, you know, I tried. I tried. Whatever. What am I going to do? Yeah. I'm hot. I'm cool. Yeah. Her problems aren't with me. It's with herself. Mm. Because that's usually what people's problems are. We don't yeah. hate... And... Ow! We we don't hate other that was my sneeze. Um, I we don't hate other people. Yeah, we hate ourselves. Yeah. So we see things in them that make us feel uncomfortable, mm -hmm. and that's why we take it out on them. Mm -hmm. We could say that about a lot of comedy people we know. The things that we get angry about, or the you know the things that we see in ourselves. Yeah. So for this girl, where she says, "I'm younger. I'm with the guy who's." used to be a playboy yeah so he gets with hot chicks so i'm imagining that this chick is hot she's locked down the hot dude playboy which means she's a hot chick and she's got a lot to offer and this girl's in her relationship not, not and, and, well. and also long term hasn't progressed mm -hmm. and, and it's got to suck for a girl to see the new girl get the better treatment and they're in the same level of girls compete with their levels of relationships. Mm. Okay. And this isn't fair. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it's the reality. Okay. I don't get mad at the rain. I bring an umbrella. Mm. Okay. So girls compete. So girl at the brunch table is married is the winner holds up the ring to show everybody yeah. the single girl is the loser. I disagree. For guys, that is not the case. Yeah. It's reverse. Yeah. Single guy is the winner. Married dude, shut the fuck up. I don't care about your story about doing the laundry. Right. So for this girl, where these two girls are competing with their levels of relationships, she's a three-year vet. Yeah. Probably the same, no ring. Probably no... Uh, no ring. And, and they're not living together, so... And they're right? not living together. Yeah. She's still not living with her boyfriend. Yeah. She's still not engaged. So she's got all this pent-up aggression that she's taking out on you because you're the new the new buck that came into town that's getting better treatment than her, mm -hmm. and you're still in AAA together. Right. You both, She's stuck in AAA with you, right. and you're the new one that's rising to the majors, probably, right, and right. she might still be in AAA. She's not getting promoted. Not getting promoted. Yeah. So all that shit's going on in her head mm -hmm. and right now i'm telling you so you're better off playing your own ball game yeah and and being cool with your boyfriend i wouldn't say anything to the boyfriend i'd just be yeah, like yeah. and and it's not even that you have to say something i would look at the boyfriend and i go i don't know yeah she, maybe she has a problem with me but I, I can't be bothered yeah and i know she's yeah, not says, a problem your your boyfriend's friends are important to him but you know who's not that important to him the girlfriend of his friend right so, yeah, she might be the decision maker of some sort. Yeah, because she fucks your boyfriend's friend. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you're more fun than her, her boyfriend's going to go, what the fuck is wrong with you? She's cool. Yeah. And it's going to enrage her even more. But at some point, she's going to have the group will abide. She's going to have to come to the group and the group isn't going to come to her. Right. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're sponsor people. Love the sponsor, Mattress Firm. You know why I like Mattress Firm? Why? Because listen, a new bed. 
What's that? I want a new bed. Do you? Yeah. You go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast. You can get a new bed. Okay. Here's what there's out there right now. Okay. You got this neoliberal hell with the like, uh, you know, all those little pop-up companies. Well, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. This is why I like Mattress Firm. They're an old school company. Mattress Firm is a place you go. There's a guy, right, in like a in like a short sleeve dress shirt yep. and a tie. Yeah. And it's unbuttoned. And he's like, hey, my name is Bill. What can I do for <laughs> I, you? I'm, I'm, I'm the been, mattress professional. I've been selling mattresses nine, 900 years. 900 that, years. That's the thing. 30 years in this business. <laughs> mattress Firm has actual stores that you can go test out the bets. Yeah. With these newfangled companies, they send you a box and the mattress pops out and, oh, you get to look cool with one boomerang for forty for, for an hour. Yeah. And then what happens? You sleep like shit for 10 yeah. years yeah. on a shitty mattress? Right. This, with Mattress Firm, since they have places you can go and test them out. Go to the store. Have an interaction with people. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it, bring it old school. Get in the car. Go on out to Mattress Firm. And also, you can go online and... and Here's the beauty. Go online. Look at all the ones you like. Mm -hmm. You can go sit on it, then come home, buy it all. You yeah. can buy on your phone. Use the deals. Yeah, yeah. And fuck the 90-year guy, the 30-year the vet. Yeah. Because <laughs> so. that guy's going to just go back to talk to his manager. And yeah. Just, he's going to drink a coffee and be like, all right, I got him to. I got him down. I got him down. So Mattress Firm's America's Neighborhood Mattress Store. Let your budget stretch further when you're looking for ways to improve your sleep. More mattresses than, they are more than mattress experts. <laughs> yeah, it's Sal. <laughs> the mattress expert. I went to a mattress place once, and the guy was in a white coat, like he was a lab technician. Where was that? <laughs> it was in Boston. Yeah. And I, I just remember being like, uh, you know, what training do you have to go through? Mm, yeah. <laughs> so listen, go to mattressroom.com slash podcast to see what deals are happening right now as I read the sentence to you. Here's what they offer. 120 nights sleep trials ensure perfection. 120 night low price guarantee so you know they paid the perfect price. Again, go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast to learn how your sleeping could be monumentally approved. Go check it out here with Mike Racine at Racine.Mike on Instagram. We don't get to see salesmen anymore, really. That's not a thing nowadays. Not as much. It's a lost art. It's also, I, I think, sales etiquette is is a little bit uh transparent now like okay. you know when someone's trying to sell you yeah yeah like and also markets are more efficient yeah so like you uh used to go shop for a car yeah and the person would be like you can't get a deal like this anywhere yeah, and yeah. you'd be like i gotta believe this dude right. now pull out your phone <laughs> pull out your phone yeah, yeah. and you go i'm looking at this in florida yeah i'm in massachusetts this is in florida yeah it's tough um you can't really grift right to people my face. anymore yeah. nowadays. Well, that's kind of <laughs> the, the lost art of grifting. Lost art of grifting. You yeah. know, like that's kind of sad. Yeah. That's why China was so like, when I went to China, mm. it was so, um, it's actually, you're brought back to a better time of grifting. Mm -hmm. Like just the, the idea that you could like, like that, like people could just be kicked out of their business yeah. or you could just start. You know, you could go to China. You could take a business here. What people do in China, is when I, and I said this, and they're like, that's what people do. You could start looking at a business here like, I don't know, like, you know, mattress firm. And you'd be like, wow, mattress firm, that's a great thing they do here. I'm going to go to China and just start firm mattress, you know, yeah. and then now it is. Chipotle hypothetical. You ready? Let's do a hypothetical. Omelet overlord. Hope you appreciate this lighthearted hypothetical. You're standing in a long line at Chipotle, and the person in front of you is a little cute. Let's say an 8-8 eight, eight question mark. We have a rating system here on the podcast. Face, body, personality. Guys or girls can use it. Yeah. 
eight face, eight body, question mark personality. Mm-hmm. As a start to fantasize about your life together, they order and you decided to base their personality rating completely on their order. What type of Chipotle order is going to get a higher ranking and what type will get is getting a lower one? For me, it's all about seeing a lot of color in the bowl slash burrito. When I see a bowl that is all beige, white rice, uh, white rice, chicken, cheese, I envision a life of having to put up with a picky loser. Mm. Color equals a life of tapas and laughter. Let me know what you think. P.S. Being uh, been loving the OKPs lately. Keep get Lisa Traeger on again soon. She is booked again. She'll be back uh, maybe for the live podcast in New York City. Maybe. Nice. So what do you think? What's a good... What's a uh, what's a good Chipotle order? What's a bad Chipotle? I mean, if she gets guac, she's bad with money. So you can't marry her. She's, <laughs> just, throw, she's throw just money away. Frivolous. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Good Chipotle order. What do you think? I would say here's the answer. Yeah. Okay. I want to see a girl. Here, here's the girl that I, I want. Chipotle date. tacos are a ripoff. If you're getting Chipotle tacos, that's the worst one. Yeah, that's the worst. If you're getting the Chipotle tacos, get the fuck out of my life. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because not only... Because the, you, you didn't come to rice. Chipotle to be healthy. Yeah. You came to Chipotle because you're like, fuck my life. I'm taking a huge dump at some point. Yeah. And you didn't do it for the three tacos with the lime that you're squeezing on like you're fucking emerald. Yeah. You're a Chipotle. sucker. You're yeah, a you're sucker, a sucker, and you're getting grifted. And you're getting grifted. That's the new grift. Yeah. Here's what I would say is the the boss order. Okay. Okay. It's the burrito. Here's what I want to see someone order at Chipotle. Okay. I want to see you get the like as a chick. Like I want to see a chick, hot fucking chick, and mm-hmm. then she goes through the line, and she gets a burrito with everything in it. Mm. Like to the point where she's adding things that don't normally go. Hey, can you throw some chips mm-hmm. in the burrito? Oh, wow. that's a, that's what I do. I put chips you do in that? the burrito. That's good. No, I, I just thought of it. But if I saw yeah. a girl do it, my mouth would drop. Mm-hmm. I would be like, she's putting chips. That might be extra though. That's a great. Oh man, that's a great idea. But that's a great idea. Like, crunch. oh, throw. Can you just throw four four chips yeah. chips in the burrito? Like, if I watched her do that, I might do that after we. I would have the tray in front of my groin. Yeah. Cause I'd be so fucking hard. Yeah, and you know, like, like if she's doing, I want to see moves. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Because if we're at the Chipotle, that means I'm a little hungover. I'm taking a day off, mm-hmm. and I want to know that that girl is too. Because yeah. listen, we all we all want someone who's healthy. You can do Chipotle when you're trying to eat isn't. healthy, though. What's that? You can do Chipotle when you're trying to eat healthy. You do a chicken, um, you know, burrito bowl or a sure, 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 right? sure. Healthy but then ish. how are? I'd rather the way I live life is extreme. It's an extreme. Yeah. So it's it's either this is a healthy day yeah. or my brother and I, we'd be like, it's a wash. Yeah, yeah. When we lived together, we'd be yeah. we'd look at each other. It would be a morning time. We'd both be hung over. And I'd go, are we eating healthy? And he'd go, I don't know. Are we eating healthy? And then I'd go, I don't know. Are we eating healthy? And then he'd go, I don't know. Are we eating healthy? And then he'd go, is it a wash? And yeah. i go, it's a wash. Yeah, and then yeah. we'd go to Chipotle, put chips in the burrito, Get a Coca Cola, really fucking do it up, and then come home and hug a pillow and fall asleep. Mm-hmm. That's the move. Yeah. So when I'm there, I want to know that who would I connect with? Mm-hmm. I want to connect with someone who's there for the same reasons as me, where they've completely given up. Right. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do. Ooh. I slept with my best friend, need help. Moving relationship forward. 
Hey, J-Train, lady listener. I went out with a group of friends over for New Year's, including my guy best friend. We met over three years ago through work and have been close ever since. I'm 26. He's 27. He's extremely good looking, incredibly thoughtful, and an overall great catch of 998. Wow. Wow. But I wouldn't have dared cross the line due to our friendship. Towards the end of our night, him and I took the dance floor. He pulled me to start dancing on him. I didn't think much of it until he started getting handsy, kissing, kissed my cheek, which then led to us making out. We, we left the bar, went to a friend's house, then ended our night back at my place. Sorry, how long have they been friends? Does it say? Three years ago. Okay. Uh, another makeout session ensued, which then led to us having sex. I feel like there was chemistry between us. Yeah, you might have been. Penis Didn't feel vagina. awkward. While everything was happening, he said, don't you ever notice that the way I look at you? Ooh. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Let's just see where these things can go from here. Even I love you. Uh-oh. Sounds like he might have had some cocaine. Yeah. Uh, he, left me, he left me with a kiss and Cocaine's saying you would text it. <laughs> yeah, a couple days went by, no text. Yeah, that's uh, I, do I know this guy? I decided to text him, inviting him to a hockey game, to which he agreed. I was planning to talk uh, talk to him, but what uh, about what happened on New Year's? But couldn't work up the confidence, courage to do so. Our outing the game wasn't any different from our hangouts prior. My question is, should I ask him what happened between us? If so, how should I bring it up and talk to him about it without ruining the friendship? He means a lot to me. I wouldn't mind exploring the possibility of a relationship, but also don't want to ruin things be ruined and projected. What do you think? It sounds like they could have a great relationship. Yeah. You know? They obviously like each other. They've, they've been friends for a long time. It's very um, weird, though, that he said... I love you. No. The I love you thing isn't that weird. I can throw that away. Yeah. Girls might listening to this might be like, what? Yeah. No, I can throw that away. Um, What I can't throw away is the idea that they had yeah, we've sex. we've all been in, inside somebody. Yeah, well, I'm saying... Let it, let it out. I like the fact that they had sex, then went to a hockey game, and it was just not brought up. Mm. And she didn't feel comfortable after having yeah, this like nice didn't. experience. That's weird. Yeah, the "I love you" thing is that's the headline that people will concentrate on. But I really don't care about that as much because that's him in in the moment, feeling it, being like. And then he came, and he was like, "What the fuck did I just do?" Yeah. So, but the idea that he came with you, and then you're sitting there being like. This was great. We're yeah. best friends. What's the deal? She's right to wonder. Right. Right. If I'm her, he might not want to mess up the friendship either because it's like, you know, you're friends with somebody, then you hook up, and then you're kind of like... Don't you, you think know, the friendship head, is a lie like, anyways? It's already over. Yeah, it could be. She's sitting there being like, oh, I don't want the things to get ruined if rejected. Mm -hmm. You're being rejected right now. You had sex. He's not admitting to having sex. That's a rejection of sorts. Yeah. And then going back to being friends with you. Yeah. So... The fact that they met three years ago and through work yeah. and have been close ever since, yeah. this friendship was had, you know, you were into each other anyways. Right. I had a, a friend a few years ago, and we're still really good friends, and uh, she's a comic, and I always like really liked her a lot, mm. and um, one day we were just like hanging out, we got lunch, and we went back to her apartment, and she like tapped me on the shoulder, mm. and she was like, oh, what are you doing the rest of the day? And I was like... Hey, don't touch me. I got real uncomfortable. <laughs> really? Because it's a weird thing where it's like you like this person so much, but then you don't want to you don't want to get into anytime you're friends with someone and then you have sex, you have to rate the idea of what do I get? What will I get more out of? Yeah. And, and that's yeah, right. You have to be like, OK, is this friendship something I'm getting something out of? I Am I getting a friendship out of this? Yeah. Or was I getting nothing? Was that friendship all in service of me getting sex with this person? Mm -hmm. And 
you know, that's a horrible way to think about it, but it's also the truth. Yeah. And sometimes you don't know until after. Sometimes you're like, oh, shit, we had sex, and um, that whole flirt was a flirt yeah. and not a friendship. Yeah. So Sounds like she likes him, though. This is the problem. The yeah. problem is she's sitting... You know, I can't see her sitting the rest of her life with this guy as a friend, never admitting to the sex. Mm -hmm. So I think what she needs to do is I would say to him, listen, I had a great time the other night. I would forget the I love you part. Yeah. So okay. do me that favor. Yeah. OK, yeah. I, I'm going to give you advice, but like, don't get into the I love you stuff. Because when you in the pussy, <laughs> you, you say just, some stuff. You just say some stuff. <laughs> yeah. So but I'm saying don't. If you concentrate on the I love you thing, you're going to go and you go. But you said you loved me. Mm -hmm. That's gonna, he's gonna be like, nah, whoa, 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 yes. this thing's on fire. I gotta run away from the fire. Yeah, yeah. You need to be like, hey, I had a great time. I would send it over text. We, we have the, the luxury of being able to hide from behind our phones. Sure. I would send him a text just being like, hey, um, I had a really fun night the other night. Uh, I feel like we get along as friends. Um, and now we've added this other element, and I'd like to see where this could go. Yeah. Uh, let me That's know. That's a good way to put it. And he could get back and be like, listen, that he, he might get back with two options. Because when she says, I'd like to see where this could go, that yeah. doesn't mean that doesn't mean I want to be your girlfriend. No. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. you saying, listen, uh, we, we've we gone to a different level. Yeah, yeah. Now I want to see what this level can be. Yeah. Not you've had sex with me. I've signed the contract. Now you have to break up with me. Yeah. Yeah. Because he guys just don't want to be guys are constantly put in the position to dump and we don't want to dump. Yeah. So you put them in a position to re-engage or stay what you are, but at least it's been talked about. Mm -hmm. So you say, hey, I had a great time. Let him know you had a lot of fun. Um, I want to see where this could go. If not, totally fine. Just want to get that out there so I'm not thinking about this all the time. And then he'll write back, uh, uh, you know, I had fun too. He'll definitely say I had fun too. Yeah. And then it'll be either, I just don't want to ruin the friendship, which is him saying, I don't see us ever being in a relationship. Yeah. And you should say fine. And then you should kind of pull away, but still be friends, but be friendly more than friends. Yeah. Or he says, let's go out. And at that mm -hmm. point, you need to go out on a date. Yeah, it on a can't date. be. And, and that's going to be a little awkward at first because you're like, oh, we're friends. And now we're at a dinner and now it's so dressed up. Yeah. But you need to restart. You need to have like a fresh. Go to the Olive Garden. Go to the Olive Garden. Holy pasta. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to have that moment where you're like, okay, now we've re-engaged in a new, more honest sexual partner way instead of, hey, buddy, yeah. you know, knock on the chin, yeah, you know, yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. J Train Podcast. You almost had to start from zero. A little bit. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more email. And then we'll get to the news uh, here with Mike Racine at Racine.Mike on Instagram. Go follow him, support him. Uh, the Sit Down every Wednesday. That's a new podcast. Go check it out. I want to do this one. What's up, J Train? Long time listener. Uh, third time emailer, I believe. I'm pretty sure the first two emails I sent you in the past were trash, so no offense taken. Anyways, big fan, Feather Feather. <clears throat> a little uh, background on me. I'm a 26-year-old dude who moved back to his hometown of Chicago a few months after a messy breakup with a long-term girlfriend. Chicago, April 22nd. Get your tickets now. Zanies, go to their website. I've been doing uh, the, regular, the regular newly single thing being back here, a.k.a. getting loaded and trying to hook up with anything that walks. While it's definitely been a lot of fun, I'd like to focus more on quality than quantity now. 
I'm not necessarily on the hunt for a girlfriend, but would like to start focusing on meeting girls that I could at least see myself going in that direction. Every guy writes this. Yeah, 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 of course we don't want a girlfriend. Yeah, we want to yeah. fuck one girl while being able to talk to many. Mm-hmm. And that's the shitty reality of life is that that's not how it works. Yeah. Anyways, the reason I'm emailing is that there's this girl that my friends and I hang out with occasionally, solid 889. I'm interested. She's a cool girl all my friends are huge fans of and have urged me to go for. The problem, though, is that I can't find a solid opening to have a conversation with her while we're out. I'm not looking to pull her away from the group or anything like that. I just want to find a way to engage her in a conversation, have some banter to hopefully break the peak her interest. Well, I've obviously mentioned that she's well-liked by everyone. She's a bit more uh, reserved and really only speaks when she's acknowledged. Not totally uncommon for a Midwestern girl, but I'm just not used to that considering I just moved back here. That being said, I'm still new to some of the people that my high school friends hang out with now, including her. She essentially knows nothing about me other than the fact that I'm the guy who showed up randomly in the summer and is still here. I usually don't have an issue when it comes to talking to girls. I've repeatedly had a problem figuring out uh, with her, and it's getting frustrating. Is it a case of being in my own head and now throwing my uh, myself off my game? I'd usually rely on my friends, but they're u- more useless than shit-flavored lollipop. For reference to what I'm dealing with, my brother thought I was, it was a smart idea to let, tell this girl's roommate that I had a crush on her, meaning that <laughs> the girl I'm interested in. What when we were out together this past weekend, we're 26 and he used the word crush. Not my idea. I know girls talk, so now I'm afraid this girl thinks I'm a total fucking loser and have a crush on her at the age of 26. Uh, Keo, the good work, man. Any uh, Jewish wisdom uh, you could impart would be greatly appreciated. What do you think? Hmm. Um, he likes this girl, but he he doesn't. I don't I don't understand what what we're doing. Here's what he needs to do. The yeah. problem is you can't um, half fuck a pig. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he's trying to half fuck pigs. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, and you can tell by the way he wrote the email. He said, "I'm looking. I I, I want to go down the direction of a girlfriend, but I'm not really looking for a girlfriend." And it's yeah, like, yeah. dude, he's my man. Just trying to smash. <laughs> he is trying to smash. Yeah, but he also says. He claims he's looking for something quality. Mm-hmm. He sees this girl who he considers quality to mm-hmm. him. But he has he's also you can't be afraid to put yourself in a position to girls are put them are afraid to get hurt mm-hmm. and guys are afraid to do the hurting. Yeah. So what he's trying to do is actively avoid ever breaking up with this girl down the line. Right. You can't live that way, man. Yeah. You got to you got to jump in the water, you got to fuck the pig or you don't. Right. Okay? So my point to this is to say, and this is my advice to him, trust the the trust the old saying, loose lips sink ships. Okay, this girl knows you have a thing for her, and the longer you wait to say something, the more of a pussy cr- guy who uses the word crush she'll think you are. Right. So, you and guys out there, if there's someone in the group. And you're having trouble talking to them. In pre- of course you're having trouble talking. There's so much pressure. And then the, when you do go talk to her, everyone's going to go, ooh, turns into Saved by the Bell. Yeah. So now what you need to do, you got to send her a text. Get her number from one of your friends. Hey, this is the text. Write it down, people. Hey, so-and-so uh, gave me your number. They thought we'd get along great. I know we've seen each other out, but I never really got to hang out with you. Would love to go get drinks. Yeah. Let me know when you're free. Boom. Done. Yeah. She's going to get back to you and go, hey, I've heard. I know it's so weird. We never talk, but I always see you. 
uh, I'm free next week. And then you make a fucking plan. Mm -hmm. And because this whole email is you trying to find a way out of first date. Yeah. You're trying to find a way into random. We fuck first. Then we meet. That's not the way it's going to go with this girl. You the random. We fuck first. Then we meet. That is a gift from God right, for guys. Right. That doesn't, doesn't happen. happen very much. That doesn't. Yeah, you can't force that. When you're looking to engage with someone that you found an interest in, I had a girl last night. I'll tell a quick story. End of the podcast. If you're still listening, sure. I'm at the cellar. I'm about to start hosting the 11:30 show. Yeah. I'm telling the manager. I'm like, you know, the show from Boston. We had all those people and the manager, Val, she's like, you know, a friend of mine. And I'm like, I'm like there. I, I go, I feel like the podcast hit another level. Like we got all these listeners. I was like, it's, uh, you know, the the one in Boston, we had like a hundred. I was like the village underground, the one we're doing is already at this and this reservation. I was like, she's like, and then she starts making fun of me, which she absolutely should. She's like, oh, you're so famous now because at the cellar, you know, she's hanging out with Chris Rock. You know, she sees the most famous people yeah, and I'm telling her, he's all, yeah, the, yeah, all the heavy and, hitters. And, and I'm sitting there about to host yeah. and she's like, and I'm telling her like, oh my God, it's in another level. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going, uh, but she doesn't know how bad the team's doing. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a small wins are wins. Yeah. So, and she goes, you're so famous. Ooh, she goes, can I get an autograph? You know, giving yeah. me shit, which hilarious. Yeah. All of a sudden, she's like, we're standing next to other girl walks in and she goes, Jared? Yeah. And I go, hey, she goes, oh my God, huge fan. This is right in front of her after making fun of me. And I'm like, and she's cute. And like, I was like, oh, this is a hot fucking shit. But with a dude. So I introduced myself. I say, hey, what's up? I'm Jared. Nice to meet you. And then I go... You got to meet the dude. You know, you ever have a girl come to you after a show and you're like, I got to shake this dude's hand yeah, just to let him know. Yeah, yeah. Shake his hand. I'm like, okay, they're on a date, but that's cool. Goes in the show. Like, and I, I'm not stealing you. I'm not, not here. stealing you, bitch. Not here to <laughs> get your dick wet. Yeah, yeah. Not trying to get any acorns wet. Girl reaches out to me. Mm-hmm. Hey, I feel like we're meant to be, you know, this. Oh, scent- so you were her Aziz sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully not. No. Well, come on. <laughs> you have some tact. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do the quill. It's crazy. All these nerds who are getting laid now, they don't know how to. Well, that's that's the thing no one's talking about, really. Yeah. It's nerds it's given nerds. power, and they don't, they to them, power equals women, mm-hmm. so they think they deserve women. Mm-hmm. You don't see a lot, you know, why don't you see, you don't see a lot of like, you, I mean, not to say, you, you see bad people from every background. Of course. But I'm saying in comedy, people are like, oh, why are all these comedians? Because there's a bunch of nerds who yeah. got a fucking, you're getting a, you're getting a taste of the goods. Mm-hmm. And they think that, and they're transactional. They think right. and I. This is the reason that cool guys have kept power from you because you can't handle. You didn't know it. how to handle it. Yeah. And you know, f- you know, for me, I just want to meet a girl with a great personality. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what bug- wait, can I just say real quick? What bugs me so much is this uh, this cosplay shit when girl when a girl would be like, "Look at me, I'm sexy Spider Man." Yeah. <laughs> Do Why does that jack- bother you? <laughs> it's just what the fucking pussy's not the, the tits and the vagina is not good enough. You need her to dress up like the Hulk. I- what is wrong with you? She-Hulk. I, I can't stand I really can't stand it. Well, uh, to to my point, yeah. this girl messaged me. And now I'm at a point where it's like, I got to go out with this. Our crazy night. Who was the guy? Just, she was on a date? or Some loser. She's yeah, leaving sure. him for me. Sure. So, right. so, 
<laughs> Sorry, so, buddy. That's the hate the game, not the player. Hit the skids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> hit the showers. Get back. Uh, yeah. Get back out there. Yeah, get back out. Start there. swiping again. What are you gonna Your do? Your girl's mine. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. We've all been that guy. We've, we've all, all been. been yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It you. goes yeah. both ways. Yeah, yeah. So, but back to the point of the email. The crazy night that I could have had with this girl already left the fucking station. Uh-huh. That was the night before where she goes, Jared, I'm a big fan. And then we go out, we get drunk, we have fun. Yeah. But the boyfriend was in the way or whatever the dude whatever she was with. Was. Now I'm on the track. She messages me and I can do, hey, let's meet out late night. But that's it me saying. It was her saying, husband. They have two kids. You're yeah. about to like, destroy a family. <laughs> but there's a re-engage moment. Yeah. where I'm saying to this guy, he's got to send the text. It's like, hey, I'm going to take you out. Mm-hmm. Because you've missed the... This the, girl has a retarded kid at home. You're going to fuck like <laughs> next, like in his room while he's in therapy. But he sh- he's got to text her. We give yeah, it him yeah. advice. Jay, yeah. Mike Racine, thank you for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me, buddy. I really at appreciate it. At Racine.Mike on Instagram. Um, let's do one news. The, let's go back to that news story because I, I do think it's interesting. So here's the girl, first of all. She is a 21-year-old college student named Bellin Aldacosia. Well, here's her first mistake with getting any like sympathy from the world. No one gives a shit about 20 or one year old college student yeah, with a problem. That's true. No one gives a shit. You could be like, you know, it's you a could, tough world out there, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you're gerbil. Yeah. Couldn't make it on the flight. I know. <laughs> so, like, so she brings a gerbil, right? I'll start off. First, okay. with some backstory that I don't think is being included in like the Twitter moment. Okay, please. So she lives in Texas, but she transferred to a school in Pennsylvania to play volleyball. During her first semester, she was lonely and developed a like hamster a, fetish over like a, a bigger than a golf ball sized growth in her neck. Oh. <laughs> that can uh, wait a minute. You can get a, a growth in your neck from from loneliness. And she was like stressed. It's the, I don't like. Okay. So right, okay. she was freaking out about it. So she went to Petco and bought the hamster. She didn't, and they got like a, eventually got a doctor's note to like say this is an emotional support. Hamster. Who are the doctors giving out these notes? The same ones giving out the weed cards, probably. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> like, how. There was the emotional support peacock, and that was like, yeah. don't you like pack your peacock and be like, okay. The the problem is, I don't think these don't people, yeah. none of these people have ever had a friend ball bust with them. Mm-hmm. It never feels like they have no shame to walk out of the house with a peacock on a leash yeah. with a vest on it to tell people, like, no one has ever been like, you're a fucking pussy. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Yeah, I've had people tell me I'm a pussy my whole fucking life. How is there not where we need everyone should have if you go for an emotional support animal that's not a dog? Is it different for girls because they have they have more emotions? Someone should. T- what's know. the ver- the female version of being <laughs> somebody, called a pussy? Somebody posted this on Facebook. Then that some girl goes, uh, "If I hear one more male comic do a joke about porn, I'm gonna like jump off a bridge." And I go, "Yeah, all you lady comics are so fucking complex and original." <laughs> <laughs> You really don't. You Dude, really, you really go out out there on Facebook. I love bullying people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, so, so this girl went and got a hamster because of this whole thing. It turns out that how do you find the vest the size of the hamster? Yeah, I don't know. Where who's making the vest for these emotional support dogs? Probably also, Etsy. It's a fucking hamster. You got an Etsy, a hamster. Well, why <laughs> it's the whole it? industry of emotional support vests. Yeah. 
why is the airlines policy so stringent though? It's like all you have to do is put. No, it in they the they, the, they said no rodents. So okay. she was flying Spirit Airlines yeah. back to Texas to kind of deal with this whole growth thing. I think okay. she's gonna withdraw from school. I think she found out it was benign, but it's still like a. So she had a health concern. It would stress me out. Yeah, yeah, of course. So she gets there, and the Spirit Airline people allegedly tell her, you can't bring that on, which I I get, but they allegedly said, why don't you go flush it down the toilet? And they're denying that they said (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I heard what happened was they moved her to a later flight. They did. Four hours later. They got her a later flight. Here's how I read it, okay? They got her a later flight. They said, listen, do what you can with your pet. Get someone to pick it up figure out you figure it out yeah and she took that as and the and spirit is denying yeah here's what i like about spirit here's what they're doing right they are set they're putting it on her yeah i love that but also here's like kind of why this prop this stuff probably happens a lot but here's why it went kind of viral mm. she actually went into the bathroom yeah at the airport and flushed this thing down the toilet. <laughs> and she was crying. Crying. She sat in the stall for 10 if minutes. She needed emotional support already. Yeah. So <laughs> that's where I lose. Like, even if I was going to get on the flight, I would just. She said she'd rather put it in the toilet than Can't let it run free it? and have it freeze out. I would just cold. leave it on the chair in the yeah, terminal yeah, yeah. and go. Hopefully Goodbye. something happens. Not all oh, drown this. Th- like. Goodbye, yeah, hamster. Bad decision making on her part. Goodbye, so. hope pork that chop. Thing died quickly. Like you hope it didn't suffer anything. <laughs> it's funny that everyone feels worse for the hamster yeah. than they do the kid. Yeah, yeah of course. The kid is on. You can't feel sympathy for her. No, you can't. Good. I don't yeah. at all. Because she was given. Poor, here's what it is. Pebble. She was given a problem to solve, and she failed the problem solving thing. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. We fail things in life, but to then blame it on spirit, being like, "Well, you told me to do that." Even if they did tell her to do that. You didn't have the, the fortitude yeah, to be like, just, no? It, it could have just been some stressed out, like, gate edge. You're like, yeah. I don't know, flush it down the fucking toilet <laughs> yeah. for all I care. Exactly. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I think some, some guy who makes, like, 11 bucks an experience. hour. You know, like, some, deal. He's looking yeah, at this. All right, yeah. It's, and also, she's like this blonde 21-year-old college guy. I don't know what the fuck. It would not yeah, yeah. go viral. We just gave you another fucking flight already. Yeah. It, would not, uh, it would not go viral if she was not hot. Let's right. be honest. She yeah. is hot. I think, yeah. We will she say was that. a volleyball player, yeah, a college yeah, yeah. volleyball player. So, but the other thing is some, the emotion- some divorce, some single mom <laughs> like that works at the gate. It's spirit <laughs> it's just airline. Like I have fucking bills to pay. Yeah, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. Here's what I'll say about spirit, and here's what we all need to do. I was talking about this with someone last night. Do you have spirits public? Uh, what they wrote, the way spirit said it. I is the way we need to stop. We need to stop apologizing. Because mm-hmm. if I was talking with this about uh, with Schultz last night and with Des Bishop, stop Andrew being Schultz, a cuck. <laughs> we got to <laughs> stop being. A, but you know, if 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 Spirit comes out and goes, "Hey, we're really sorry. Um, we don't want any. We're obviously against the animal torture." I got that. Yeah, you have this. But they wrote the way they wrote this statement is the way people need to start coming out with their people who are offended. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. this isn't a. This is again a story about people being offended because people are you know re and, and that's the thing, Jared. I mean, like people who are offended, they just they're not bigger in numbers. They just make the most noise. This is what. So, but when but when if Spirit had apologized, then it would have said that's in, innately saying we're wrong. Yeah. We are hamster killers. Right. But the way they said it, it was perfect. It was pitch, and spirit does nothing right. 
No, this they yeah, did yeah, write. Right, right. What did they write? After researching this incident, we can say confidently that at no point did any of our agents suggest this guest or any other, for that matter, should flush or otherwise injure an animal. It is incredibly disheartening to hear this guest reportedly decided to end her own pet's life. <laughs> See what they did there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go, here's what happened. Hey, Here- my fucking problem. <laughs> they said, they threw it right on her. Hey, we're sorry, she's Spirit, a murderer. Spirit's like the black um, MTA worker that doesn't care that your card's not working. She's yeah. Like, that is not my problem, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Get a new credit card. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, but their statement's perfect. It's 275, perfect. sir. Yeah, just yelling 275. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 275. Like, yeah. All right. I respect you. Yeah. yeah. And it, but what Spirit did, they basically, they said, we're not going to apologize. We didn't tell anyone to fucking murder their animal. And uh, we're sorry she did. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry you did that. Yeah. I kind of get a dog if you had that. Cause if someone murdered their dog, sorry, Spirit Quasimodo, would be. Sorry, but no one told you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if someone murdered their dog, Spirit would not be taking off today. Yeah. You're right. Or, like, even to have one, I kind of get that. Like, there's, like, an NBA game in Portland, and, like, it kind of went viral that a girl had an emotional support monkey with At her. The game. But it was, like... Again, these emotional support vest-making companies are killing it. She had, like... If I had anxiety and I was going, like, a basketball game and, like, all this, like, yeah, I don't right. understand. I'd have more anxiety having the if monkey. If I had the monkey, mo- have to, like, take care of it and everybody's now looking at me and taking pictures. You gotta find was- a fucking booth that sells bananas. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking stressful. Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on all platforms. Mike Racine. Thank you for coming on. That's how Deb should start introducing me, her emotional support monkey. Yes. (laughs) Makes sense. Racine.Mike on Instagram, The Sit Down, every Wednesday. I'm Jared Free, JTrain56 on Twitter and Snapchat, at Jared Free on Instagram. We'll be back next episode. Boom.